Hello, and welcome to the Vision Speak Live podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Candice. I'm so glad you decided to tune in. It's not by accident that you are here. It's a divine appointment. And I believe you are going to leave inspired, challenged, and motivated to arise and move forward into your true identity and purpose. Vision Speak Consulting exists to help you discover and cultivate your dreams, strengths, and purpose through education and action with kindness. Thank you so much for tuning in. I hope you enjoy. Hey, let's jump right in. So I am doing, I'll call it a series within the podcast called Queen Arise. And this is part three. So if you're listening and you're like, what? Then I definitely need you to go back and catch part one and part two. So episode six and episode eight. And so this is episode 10. And I'm like, oh my goodness, I have published, I have done 10 episodes. And so I'm grateful always, you all know that for you all clicking the button, whether you're Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts now, I really appreciate it. And so I've written a book and it's called Queen Arise, Taking Your Rightful Place as God's Authority. And so chapter three um, actually was just going back over it. And I'm like, it really um, touched me because I was sharing about people pleasing. So that's what we're going to talk about within this, this episode, people pleasing. And so I was thinking about this. I'm like, um, where did I get that language from? Um, and really, I think that I was speaking with my pastor and this was, man, I think anytime you say before COVID, I mean, like four years ago, which is crazy because things are a blur. And um, I was just sharing with her about, you know, things that were on my mind and what was going on, um, you know, in certain situations. And she mentioned the Joyce Meyer book, Approval Addiction, and the subtitle is Overcoming Your Need to Please Everyone. And as she was talking about it, she said that she read it and she definitely resonated with what I was sharing. Um, And I love Joyce. (laughs) I love Joyce. And actually, I'm looking at the book now and at the bottom, it says author of the one million copy, I believe it, bestseller, Battlefield of the Mind. And My spiritual mother, who is now with Jesus, gave me the book Battlefield of the Mind, I think in the journal when I was going through depression. And it was so powerful um, as Joyce. Joyce is a straight shooter. (laughs) She tells it like it is, stands flat footed. And I just have always enjoyed um, her books. I've read other books of hers. Um, And I'm so grateful. Let me bring it back around because I'm getting ahead of myself that my pastor, Steph, blessed me with the book Approval Addiction. And it's one that I will keep and refer back to because sometimes I can lean into people pleasing. And I was just thinking, you know, like, where did that come from? How did that start? And I'll just say quickly, I talk about it more in the book. So I definitely encourage you to go purchase the book, check out the show notes, and you'll see the link to the link tree and get the links to Amazon to purchase Queen Arise. Um, the book, and then also I have a, a companion journal. But anyway, um, I think that I've I've always wanted to be liked. <laughs> Who doesn't? Well, I've always wanted to be liked, you know, since I was little. And I do remember, and maybe I talked about this in the book, but I do remember um, an instance in kindergarten, and the popular kids. <laughs> 
<laughs> popular kids in kindergarten, right? The ones who had all the friends everybody talked to. They were the leaders in the class. I don't even remember what all happened in kindergarten, but I do remember this instance. And everyone was sitting at the table coloring. And I wanted to be with the cool kids at the table. And um, I was trying to squeeze in. And then I remember the teacher coming over and I knew she was going to say something. So I quickly moved. I don't even think maybe she saw me, but in my, you know, six-year-old mind, she didn't see me. And I, you know, hurried up and went to the other table that only had two other people and I'm just coloring. And I just didn't want to get in trouble. I didn't want her to call me out. And I also didn't want, even though I was trying to squeeze in um, to the table with everyone else, I didn't want them to dismiss me. So I just took care of it of myself. So that's just something, a story that I remember um, when I was little, I didn't want to get in trouble. I wanted to be well-liked and well-loved. Um, I didn't like conflict or if I perceived that a situation would result in conflict, I tried to flee from it as much as possible. And so there've been other instances in my life where there was things that I wanted to do or didn't want to do and didn't, um, express myself or share that, no, I don't want to do that. Or yes, I do want to do that. I want to do that instead. And so not that that's a bad thing. Um, and as I was writing notes, um, before I shared, I'm like, you know, um, not all of it's bad. Right. And sometimes, and I don't know if you all resonate with this, but sometimes I can put so much pressure on myself to be perfect how can this <laughs> like houseway um man and you know <laughs> i'm not perfect only jesus is perfect and i'm so thankful that his grace is sufficient and so while i would say it's something that i definitely um have grown a lot in the area and i and i it's not the, my first instinct to try to please everyone. Um, but if it creeps up, I know I have Holy Spirit as a guide. I have Holy Spirit as a comforter. I have Jesus, you know, his grace is sufficient. And so I'm so thankful because he, he wants to be a part of everything, everything that I have going on in my mind, every question, um, you know, something that I'm wrestling with, I'm so glad that I can take it to Jesus. Um, I can cast my cares upon him before because he cares for me. And so um, while I would say that um, I've definitely come a long way, but I, I do definitely think it's something that I just always have to keep at the feet of Jesus. And I'm okay with that because that I need him. I need Jesus. I need to check in with him before I respond to things or even respond to emails or Facebook posts and things like that, I have found myself checking in like, okay, God, how do you want me to respond? Okay, God, is um, is it okay that I say no? Because I'm feeling no. Is that you? Is that Holy Spirit or is that my flesh? You know, and then making the decision right there and trusting, right, that he's going to get me right where I need to be. Amen. Um, he is a course corrector. So I don't have to wrestle in my mind and struggle with making a decision. He is going to work it out. Um, and this was real for me last week. It was um, definitely something um, that was on my heavy on my mind, a, a specific relationship and how I was to move forward in that. And I prayed, I fasted. Um, and one thing I did was I was intentional well, now that I'm talking it out in my mind, I was like, cause I can be quick, 
to run to other people to express what's going on and kind of hope that they'll give me the solution and the answer. And I did that and that didn't happen. And then I was like, you know what? I said too much. I actually need to go back and um, connect with a sister. I'll do that soon um, and just apologize because I overshared um, in that instance. But anyway, um, I'm thankful because it all worked out. It all worked out. And I was able to see Jesus in how it worked out and definitely learn some lessons in it that I will take into the next thing that comes up because there will be a challenge. There will be something that comes up that I'll definitely, right, always need to run to God and get his perspective and pray about it and, um, you know, ensure that it is the right decision he would have me to make and go on from there. So um, as I mentioned, the Joyce Myers book, um, I definitely encourage you to grab it overcoming, or it's called Approval Addiction, Overcoming Your Need to Please Everyone. And so as I think about arising from that, I think about getting up from negative thinking and low esteem, getting up from negative thinking and low esteem. And so that, that came to my mind because I said this just a little bit ago that I, you know, this, was a revelation for me that in the way that I operated in relationships that I was, you know, kind of trying to please everyone, but that I didn't have to beat myself up or didn't need to beat myself up for, you know, this discovery, (laughs) big air quotes, this revelation. Um, And so I admonish myself, I admonish admonish you who's listening to get up from negative thinking and low esteem, no matter what is going on in your life. It can be so easy to lean into comparison, to lean into, well, I didn't handle it like this. I didn't answer it like this. And it's like, where do we get this? (laughs) This idea from that it has to be perfect or it has to be this certain way. Um, And I know that's something that God is definitely um, calling me out of and I have to be intentional about. And that's why, ooh, thank you, Jesus. Relationship with him is so important. So um, my mind can be renewed in him and I can think the thoughts that he would have me to think about myself. Come on, somebody, right? In the last, um, you know, episode, episode eight, So Queen of Rise part two, um, you know, I was talking about identity, true identity. And I believe I read off some, um, you know, declarations and scriptures that speak to who I am in Christ, who we are in Christ. And so um, we have to replace negative thinking with God's truth. We have to replace negative thinking with God's truth. And his word all all point to who God is, who we are in him and taking our rightful place as his son, as his daughter, right? As his child in the name of Jesus. And so Matthew 633, you've probably heard it. If you haven't, here it is. Seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these other things Um, will be added. So we have to seek him first. How do we get up from negative thinking and low esteem? We seek the Lord, 
right? Like I heard this illustration earlier today as I was listening to a teaching and it was like, you know, think about when you lose something. So this week (laughs) I could not find my swipe card, but I knew that God knew where it was like, and this is what I do anytime I misplace something or even someone else, you know, I'm like, okay, God, you know where it is. So the prayer is God reveal whatever has been misplaced. It's not loss. We think it is because we don't see it, but God, I believe God sees it. He's God. He cares about the little things and the big things and in between he is in the details. And so I'm like, man, my swipe card has my keys on it. And so I was kind of anxious about it. Cause I'm like, I just felt like I had been misplacing things. <laughs> like I couldn't find my umbrella one day. I couldn't find the keys to the car and they were in the car just, and I'm like, I need to slow down. That's what's going on. I need to slow down. I need to be still. And so um, when I finally sat down and was still a thought came to mind. Actually, here's what happened. Thank you, Lord. I was needing to put something, a piece of paper in a folder that was in my backpack. And it was a thought, and it was Holy Spirit. Okay, check your backpack. And there the swipe card was just waiting on me to look in that particular zipper part of the backpack, which I never put my swipe card in that part. So that's interesting too. But I'm sure I had a valid reason the day before for putting it in there. Cause I just remember I had a whole bunch of stuff in my hand. So I was probably like putting it away so I wouldn't misplace it in the midst of all the stuff that I had. Um, and so think about, <laughs> I'm going somewhere. So think about when you misplace something, you misplace your keys and how do we go about seeking what has been misplaced? How do we go about seeking what is lost? Hide and go seek, right? Like we're really, really searching. So seek first, the kingdom of God. What's the kingdom of God? Where his will is being done, right? On earth as it is in heaven. Seek first the kingdom of God, right? When we seek him, uh, we'll find him when we seek him with our whole heart. That's Jeremiah 29 and 12 or 13, I believe. And so um, seeking him with our whole heart, our, you know, it means we're not divided in our thinking. Right. And that can be a challenge in this world where there are a lot of distractions or we can even distract ourselves. Come here, social media. I mean, I come here, but that's an example because I can easily get on there and just scroll and scroll and scroll and look up. It's like been two hours. Like, Candace, you were not productive. You were not productive. So um, how do we get up from negative thinking and low esteem? We seek the Lord. We seek him while he may be found. And how do you seek him? Um, you seek him fervently by um, in his word. And it's not forced, right? So even though I said seek fervently, it doesn't mean you're like going crazy um, and reading all the devotionals and reading all the books. And I'm only laughing because I'm looking at my bookshelf or my desk and it has a shelf and I have like <laughs> literally like six books stacked on top. So I definitely need to clean it out, um, put some stuff away. Amen. But that we are um, in the word every day, right? We are in the word every day. You may not be able to get past one verse because that's enough to chew on because you'll be able to find revelation in that one verse. I know that's what happens to me. Like I have a mindset like, okay, I'm going to read the whole chapter. Um, You know, I'll read a couple of passages and it'll be one verse that is highlighted. And I'm like, that's 
enough for me to chew on today, tomorrow, if he allows me to see tomorrow. You know, I mean, that's real. And that's seeking him. It's seeking him in prayer and not just always, you know, of course, talking, but listening. You know, be still. I talked about that in an earlier episode. Be still and know right? It says, be still and know that I am God. So as I'm seeking him in the word daily, I'm sitting before him and praying, but also listening um, so that he can reveal to me the instructions for the day. That's how I get up. That's how we can get up from negative thinking and low esteem and overcoming our need to please everyone. Because um, I think about the passage Uh, Is it in John? I'm sure where, you know, or it's in the gospels where John is, is baptizing at the Jordan and, you know, Jesus rolls up. And so John is able to baptize his cousin and a voice from heaven says, you know, this is my son in him. I'm well pleased. And Jesus hadn't done anything yet in terms of like ministry, but that was the birth of his ministry. And I just think that's so powerful that God, you know, called him out. God identified him after he came up out of that water and he said, he's already pleased. And I believe that's how God sees us because when he sees us, he sees the son, right? Us as believers in Jesus. If you are a believer in Jesus, um, you've been born again, right? And Christ lives on the inside of you. And so when God sees you, he sees his son. And so that means God is already pleased with us before I do anything, even after I've done something, even through the mistakes and challenges, he is still well pleased with me. Again, we can be so hard on ourselves. I've been so hard on myself. And I even think about, I've um, shared this with Kyla too, that you know, an instance she was being harder on herself than I was. And I'm like, do you want me to be mad? I'm like, I no, I don't, I don't have to get mad. Like you want me to. And why is it that we beat ourselves so much or even allow humans, other people and their opinions get to us so much when God is already pleased with us. He calls us his children and that does not change anything. The word of God says there is now there is now, there is now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. And I receive that. I remember, come on, Holy Spirit, I feel him right now. I remember when I was going through, um, and I've shared this before, but um, I was a fornicator. And I remember the guilt and shame um, that I was walking in. And I remember um, being at work and I was on the phone with a dear sister and she gave me that verse and I had heard it before, but how many of y'all know when you hear a verse again and it's on time, it's a rhema word for you and your situation, it illuminates in your heart and you receive it. And I remember walking out of some double doors and the sun was shining bright and I walked down those steps and I received that word that she gave me because it was for me, it was mine. I said, you're right, sis. I am not condemned. I'm set free. And that just changed everything for me. So this is for you listening. There is now, now, therefore no condemnation, hallelujah, for those who are in Christ Jesus. You don't have to carry that shame. In Jesus' name, you don't have to carry that low self-esteem. Send it back to where it came from because it is not yours in the name of Jesus. 
Hallelujah. Whom the sun sets free is free indeed. Hallelujah. So when we grab a hold to the word of God, the truth of God's word, it changes everything. It changes us. It changes how we see ourselves. So when it, when we have the right perspective about who God is and who we are, right, we can walk worthy of the calling that he's given us. We can walk with purpose and we can help free someone else because that is what it's all about. Right. Yes, we walk through what we walk through, but we are overcome by the blood of the lamb and the word of our testimony. Not only are we overcome, but others are overcome. And so we have um, a, a mandate, right, to share a testimony and encourage someone else that they can get up to. Right. So I talked a little bit about people pleasing. <laughs> I don't know why I'm laughing, but. I know I'm not the only person that, you know, has dealt with that. And it, and I say this in the book, like you get tired of doing all that, right. And trying to accommodate and dim down or, you know, however you want to call it. Um, that gets tiring because you're operating out of something that's, that you're not supposed to be operating out of. It's not you. It's not how we were wired, um, in the name of Jesus. And so it can get, tiring and you're going in circles. And if you're going in circles, right? Like if you're just driving around the same way, you're passing the same way, you're not making progress. You're not moving forward. Um, and everything in us, like physically, think about how you're physically designed points forward, except for what is pointing backwards. And that's the area where trash is supposed to come out of. Y'all catch it. <laughs> my my pastor, shout out to Dr. F. Bruce Williams at Bates Memorial. I remember him saying that. I was like, man, that was good right there, right? Everything about our physical makeup points forward except for our backside, which it's an area that, you know, it's, it's used as trash. It's supposed to come out of that. We're supposed to get rid of stuff, right? In the name of Jesus. So what we think on and meditate on is critical right? How you see yourself. What are you speaking over yourself, right? What, what are you talking about? <laughs> oh my goodness. This is something that, you know, every day I, well, not every day, <laughs> man, this podcast allows me to really like be honest and just, I don't want to tell a lie, but not every day, but often I, you know, declare, Today, I will think the right thoughts, say the right words, and make the right decisions in every situation I face. Because I have God on my side, I have Holy Spirit residing on the inside of me. I have an advantage, right? I have an advantage. I really don't have an excuse, right? Because if I'm a child of God, I have Christ on the inside of me, I can make good decisions, right? I can get up because he has given me the power to do so in the name of Jesus. <laughs> Something else that I um, wrote down is, you know, letting go of the need to know everything, right? Trying to figure it all out. And that's something that Joyce talks about in this book, because we can overthink, overanalyze, you know, and I found myself doing that, like, okay, I have this revelation that I've been trying to please everybody. And where did that come from? You know, and how am I going to get out of it? And why, you know, and I just was spending 
um, <laughs> spinning my wheels and she, <laughs> she just like flat out, I told y'all, you all know, if you follow Joyce Myers, you know, she is a straight shooter. She just says it like it is. And it's so, it's beautiful because she, she's speaking the Holy Ghost truth, but basically she's just like, you got to get over yourself. <laughs> and that blessed me so, so much. Um, and I just had to laugh at that. And I'm so glad that I read it. And I thank Pastor Seth for giving me this book because I remind myself of that a lot of times. Um, if I start to get in my head about certain things or certain situations or how I handled it and how did I show up? Did I show up well? And it's like, you know what, Candace, God's got you and calm down. <laughs> relax. It's going to be okay. And so it is okay to laugh at ourselves, right? I'm like, man, girl, you're going to be all right. <laughs> right? Yes. There's a time to laugh. I'm sure it says that in Ecclesiastics, right? A time to mourn, but also a time for joy. And and I was um, speaking with the sister earlier today and we were just praying together. And it was like, you know, I just released joy and laughter that you, like your stomach ached type of laughter, tears coming out of your eyes, type of laughter. Um, and, and that we need it. We need it there. There's some heavy things going on. However, God is greater. So I'm not going to succumb to the negativity that is posted on social media. That's in the news, right? Or that may come my way by someone texting me about something that's going on or, you know, um, that God, you know, God reveals something in prayer that's heavy that I need to pray about. But we can also, we can also rest in joy, right? That's holy. I know Jesus was laughing, right? He had to. He was laughing. He was laughing at his disciples, you know, he was laughing at other people. You know, he was just having a good time. <laughs> and now that I think about it, I'm going to shout out The Chosen. You all definitely have to watch The Chosen. It is a series on um, the life of Jesus and his ministry and calling the disciples um, out, you know, into ministry with him. And I just love how they depict Jesus and his um, fellowship with his disciples and the people of that time. And there's a lot of joy you know, that is displayed um, through that series. So if you haven't watched The Chosen, this is my PSA to, and it, there's an app. Um, you can find episodes on YouTube, but download The Chosen app and watch. There's already been three, uh, what do you call it? Seasons. Yeah. And so I know they're filming the fourth season. Can't wait for that. Hopefully that comes out this summer. I need to go on the website and see when it comes out, but it is so good. And I just think it's just a beautiful, again, depiction of Jesus and his life. And he had joy. Um, Okay, I think I'll share just something else. Um, when I think about joy and how Jesus, you know, interacted with people and he laughed and things like that. And he rejoices over us with singing. Yes. Hallelujah. And like my pastor has been teaching on the fruit of the spirit, nine characteristics, and he described love as joy singing. And our father sings over us. He sings over us. He is singing over you. He's proud of you, sis. He's proud of you, bro. <laughs> proud of you, queen. Proud of you, king, for the kings that might be listening. Um, so anyway, I pray that this blessed you so much. Um, I feel like I didn't just stick to, you know, people pleasing, but I believe Holy Spirit flowed like he was supposed to flow. So we bless him for it. So I love you guys so, so much. Thank you so much for listening in. 
And until next time, peace. Hey, my listeners, thank you so much for tuning into this week's episode of Vision Speak Live. I hope you enjoyed what you heard. And if you did, I would love for you to rate this podcast and write a review. That only helps us get this out to more people. Also, subscribe to this podcast so you don't miss new episodes. Again, thank you so much for tuning in.